The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. The big ticket Harris representing the great state of Alabama is in black. Olenek is in oh red. My gosh. Olenek's so got it around. 11 seconds in. The big ticket coming up large. There is a new heavyweight contender. His name is Walt Harris. You're damn straight there is. Does this sound okay? Sounds good to me. We're in a new studio. I know. This is awesome. And that's not Jimmy's voice. It is not. For everybody at home. It's not. He didn't unless, go through any changes. It's, unless my it's bird me. sounds really, really different. <laughs> <laughs> it's the great Phoenix Carnivale. And uh, hold on a second. Did I just say it's the great Phoenix Carnivale? I fucking love thank it. You. Thank you. you thank that. you. Thank you. You deserve that not only because you're an awesome person. Thank you. Everybody knows that our, our relationship, we go back way over a decade. Yeah. Friendship. Crazy. And uh, that shirt deserves its own applause. Yep. Let me see that for a second. It is Marvel Comics. And I know, I'm going to tell you right now, I know everybody on that shirt. That, that, that shirt, And I don't know if that's a, I can't even blame it on my kids because everybody knows I like, I like superheroes. But my kids are into it too, so I'll blame it on my kids. They bring me to, <laughs> well, again. <laughs> but I know every, I'm not going to. Uh, because the people can't see it, so it's not gonna it's gonna bore them. But really quick though, there's one guy that's, that's I know Falcon, I know Iron Man, Doctor Strange. Who is Nova? That is fucking Nova. Yeah, Nova. And we're gonna save all the comic book and uh, to the end, to the end, and uh, movie talk because we gotta talk about Spider Man Far From Home. Yes, we so do. So excited about that. We're gonna save that to the end because I know people look forward to that. Yes. Well, maybe they don't. The geeks do. The geeks My do. My people do. We, and your people, our they, people. Collider needs to invite us on. We need to be on that game show with movie trivia. I, me and you as a team. That oh, would be. They, ama- the, the we win. What is it we called? win. Is it the Schmodown? It is the Schmodown. I was about to say that, and it then is. I stopped myself. Is it? Yeah, we'd be ama- We'd be the uh, best team ever. Well, I'm, I'm friends with Christian Holoff. Hit him up. I like. I could, he, <laughs> he wanted me to do it, and I didn't know what it was. Well, now you, you know? know. Let's go. <laughs> right, we'll go we're, on our movie trivia, and um, we'll get to work it out we're there. Gonna, that, I could definitely make that happen. Okay. So we're going to talk about that at the end. We have a lot of fights to talk about. My little bird's going to call in. Uh, Jimmy's, or I don't know where the fuck Jimmy is, to be honest with you. And we're going to find out. <laughs> I'm going to say he's off doing his comedy, which he probably is. But he might be on a movie set. Jimmy is like a different, you know, he's that, he's uh, he's a fucking celebrity, Jack my buddy. Jack trades. You know? Yeah. I'm your every man, every, every man, every what? Every man? No. You're your every man. I'm like, uh, you ever see the movie Easy Money? I'm really old. Did you, did you ever see it? <laughs> I have so seen good. it. Roddy Dangerfield? Yes. What is the look he gets with the, the uh, when he has his own, he has his own fashion style at the end. It's the everyday, it's the every guy look. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I wish I didn't do any research on this. No. <laughs> it's just coming to me. We're already failing the Collider thing because I do not know that movie. Well, listen to me coming off to a rough start but this is the deal phoenix the reason why i just fucking walked in in this hot hot summer day we're in a different studio today we are it's like a heat wave in new york the regular studio we're at fucking no the power went down or some shit there's no ac and you know i melt so now yes we're in a studio which is another 10 blocks further whatever i had to jump in a cab the cab took me all over he died the mother that that fucking guy whatever that's a whole other (laughs) No, because dude, I I left Penn. I go, you know what? I walk a few, I walk a few streets. You know, Penn's on thirtieth. I walk. A, I you know what? I'm gonna walk to like thirty six, and then I'll jump in a cab or something. From experience, from the time Next that you know I missed, I'm back at Penn. The I fuck? missed Ice Cube because well, I was supposed to do UFC yeah. field with you, and I took a cab, and cabs are never faster. I haven't seen you in a hot minute. I know. 
I miss you, buddy. You're good? I miss you too. I'm. I am good. We got I'm so excited much... because Walt, Walt Harris. Walt Harris is calling in. Is, is he on the phone now? Oh, oh great. Okay. Twelve second that would, knockout. That would have been a perfect segue because I see fucking Maddie over there, fucking <laughs> giving the hand. I'm like, oh, he's on the phone now. He's like, I'm calling him. Well, just, thanks know, for letting us know, buddy. You have to work on your. On I, your, I, I on see your a phone in your hand. I would think I fuck you fucking calling. <laughs> the fuck, I just stuttered, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> we got so much fun. And this is cool. Walt this Harris, is really cool. you know, I ran into him when I was in. That must have uh, hurt. He's huge. That was bad. That was a dad joke. Give me a boo. Yep. <laughs> yep. Fucking Phoenix. Deserved. Phoenix, you know who, I does, deserved not, it. Know who does not deserve a boo? And I, I know, Matt, I'm segueing into it. Yes. Is fucking Walt Harris. Walt, is that you? Yes, sir. What? Hey. What's up, buddy? You're talking to Matt Sarah and Phoenix Carnivale. How are y'all? We're good. Thanks for having me on. We are. No, thank you, man. And first of all, we're doing all right, but we're not doing as well as you. Congratulations on an amazing performance. And uh, I don't want to be that guy, but I had you picked. And little Jimmy's not here today, and I don't want to throw him under the bus, but I absolutely will. He he picked Olenek, that little fuck. Oh, I pick, Walt, I God, pick you. Man. <laughs> I'm such a kid. You always, you always show love, man. I appreciate that, bro. Hey, hey man, hey, listen, man. it was great. I, I ran into you and your team in, um, in Canada. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man, it was great seeing you guys, man. We were in like a Best Buy it's or something. It's always good to see you. We were in a Best Buy or something you, that bro. resembles it. But yeah. um, what was I going to say? I seen you in the locker room, and you had a, a great night that night also. Is um, You were with Eric Anders, and you were warming up. And Eric's not a little guy, Mm-mm. you know? And they're warming up, you know? And I know Eric's being a good partner and stuff. But holy fuck, man, Walt's just picking him up like I'm like Phoenix. I, I can pick up my little Jimmy bird and throw him. That's what he's doing. To, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, dude, let me, what's changed? Uh, like, you're looking phenomenal. You're saying you're practicing so much on your, um, your, your jujitsu. What's going on with you lately, man? You're looking phenomenal. Um, it's just, uh, I'm happy, man. Uh, gym change. Um, I got a new team. Uh, I'm in a new situation here at home. I'm, I'm able to train as much as I want, as many times a day as I want. And um, I think the beginning of my career wasn't necessarily like that. I was just going into fights on, on a two-month training camp, and then I would be sitting on my ass for like six months before that. So I'm training every day, you know what I mean? And um, I'm getting better every day, and I think I'm hitting my stride right now at the perfect time. So it's all coming together. Man, it's showing. Tell me about the new team. What made you make the switch, and where are you now training? Uh, so um, I'm in uh, Birmingham, um, which I'm originally from, but um, we have a, with two basically two gyms in Birmingham. I started out at one of them, and then there was another gym in which um, you know Eric had moved to, and um, he's just been telling me for a couple of years to come over there with him, you know, and me and him always trained well together. I actually helped him get his start in MMA. So um, it just got to a point, man, where I felt like I needed to do something different. I wasn't getting what I needed at my gym. I kind of hit my ceiling. And um, I needed to be exposed to some new information and some new training techniques. And I went over there, man, and it's been we've just been on a roll, man, since, since um, so I'm excited, man. I know how that feels, though. You know, it's so important to have training partners that you feel good with and you feel like you're coming up together and you're growing together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It definitely feels that way. It's a, it's a family environment. Um, the culture in the gym is, is special. Um, we got so many talented guys. Um, we got great coaches. We got the best coaches in the state. So, you know, it, it's just all coming together perfectly. And, and everybody gets along. You know, we want to see each other succeed. So we push each other every day. You know, it's funny because your division, everybody always talks about the power, but you can't utilize that power unless you have the timing. And the, and the timing mm-hmm. of the knee plus the, the overhand really is what did it. Can you talk about how you put together that combination and when you knew it was the right opportunity to utilize it? Um, we kind of we went into camp working on, you know, specific uh, things for up the middle because we knew he wanted to get to the takedown, get to the clinch. And so we were going to do whatever we could do to try to keep him out of what he likes to do. And um, it's funny, we were, we were in the back, and Matt knows kind of how this goes. In the locker room, they have TV set up, and they kind of show uh, you warming up. And they showed me warming up first, and then they showed him warming up. Mm-hmm. And I noticed he kept working on the overhand right. And we had prepared for that, you know, what we, what we would do if he, if he threw an overhand right during the fight. And 
literally the first punch he threw at me was an overhand right. So I was like, well, here's my cue. You know, let's see what happens. And it, it worked perfectly, man. Isn't it funny when, like, like your coaches and they, they do the homework on your opponent and they say, look, he's always throwing this, he's always doing that. And it you see it and you work for it in the camp. And then when you're in the fight and they do it, it's like, oh, my scene is – like it's almost muscle. It's muscle memory at that yeah. point. Muscle memory, you know exactly. That's exactly what it felt like. I didn't even think there was no thinking. It was just read and react. It's so um, yeah. honestly. I, I, I would have thrown the cheat kick. Uh, it's what I wanted to throw. The range I was at, yeah. but it just ended up the knee kind of threw him off balance and set up the left hand. So it worked out perfect. So it wasn't influenced at all by Jorge Masvidal. <laughs> A little bit. I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna <laughs> give my boy Sweet Jesus some love. Like, yeah, we thought about that. Like, I'm not even gonna lie. Like, I was thinking, and I told my coach, I was kind of joking, but at the same time, I was like, man, that wouldn't be a bad idea to just run out there and throw a flying knee. But here's my thing with that. Like, I had so much respect for Alexi. I felt like that would have kind of been like this, you know, disrespectful. Like, I wanted to touch his glove and let him yeah. know, you know, I respect him and get in there and go to war with him. You know what right. I mean? So. Yeah, it definitely crossed my mind for sure, though. You, you know, I didn't know this, but you guys trained previously together. Yeah, 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 we did. Yeah, we did, man, Um, uh, for a while. Oh. Um, and that that was tough, man. That was, like, you know, it, it's, a, it's a bittersweet thing because I got a chip on my shoulder kind of about top team in that situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then when they offered me a Lexi out of all the heavyweights at top team, it was the one that I was like, man, I don't want to fight a Lexi, you know what I mean? Like, not just because... Uh, his skill set, but it's just, it's like this dude, I, I got so much respect for him and we had such a great relationship. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of tough, you know. Um, if you could tell, like, after the fight, I felt really, really bad. Like, I just, it, it hit me kind of hard, you know, seeing him yeah. like that. Um, no, I, 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 ton of yeah. I hear you, Walt. I understand 100%. I felt that way when I fought Chris Lytle. I had very, uh, I had very mixed feelings going into that second fight, man. It hit me hard, you know, especially in his hometown. Yeah, like bro. I'm like, man, I go oh, if yeah. I have a great night, it's gonna be the worst night of my buddies. It was just a weird feeling, yeah. you know what I mean? So, but it's yeah. stuff you gotta, you know. Everybody knows when they sign the dotted line, what's you know, what's at stake. Exactly. But it just shows exactly. you, it just shows you're a good dude, you know. Well, was there like a particular breaking point for you that that? told you okay it's time to change gyms was there like something that let you know that you you knew it was yeah. time to go yeah there were a few different uh telltale signs um that you know my time was coming to an end at top team um i just felt like the, the the environment that i was accustomed to wasn't there anymore um and you know when i started to feel the vibe around me change i started to kind of shy away you know like i try to bring a positive energy to everything that i do and uh, influence people in that kind of way. And then when I'm not receiving that back, um, it's time for me to move on. And yeah. so I just felt like that's where it was going. I wasn't important. And it is not. And I wasn't trying to be like the guy at top team. I just felt like I had paid my dues. I I, I started out my first day sparring with Bigfoot and, and, and uh, you know, and uh, Tiago Silva, my first day in the gym. I mm-hmm. went in, and I wasn't even supposed to do that. You know, I feel like I paid my dues and I, I, I laid down a foundation for where I should be getting some of those things in return now that I'm in the UFC. And um, I wasn't getting that. And, and, you know, I just felt like I needed to move move on and, and go back home and be home with my family. And then my son got sick around the same time. So, you know, like they say, things happen for a reason. Right. And, and uh, timing, timing is everything, man. My son got sick and I had to be home. And it just worked out, man, to where, you know, um, you know, it came together for me, so it's all good. All right, no, yeah. no hard feelings for a top team. No, I still have friends there. I yeah. still have respect for top team. It just wasn't the fit for me anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay, and your son's doing all right? Oh yeah, he's doing way a lot better, a lot better. He was, you know, he was sick. Um, he had come down with a, a rare condition of from uh, pneumonia. He, we didn't, you know, oh, yeah, mono actually it was mononucleosis. But it was a form of mononucleosis that we they misdiagnosed for a long time. Wow! And then uh, we finally found it. Um, got him, got him well, and he's doing well now, man. Ah, oh, that's a thank God. How many, how many uh, kids do you have? Um, I have four. Okay. I have four kids. I'm actually sitting here with my son right now. He's ah. playing video games. Ah, oh, that's <laughs> cool. great. Very cool. Oh, that's awesome. I don't want to throw uh, – uh, how, old, how old are they? I, if, see, I don't want to throw it at oh, you yeah. in case you you have to think about it for a second and then I put you on the spot. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. So I have two 
stepkids that I raised from three and four that are now 19 and 20. Wow. Uh, with 13. Yeah, so I have a 13-year-old son, and then I have a 16, I mean, a six-year-old daughter. Uh-huh. Ah, so, so do I. That's wife. beautiful. That's, that's beautiful. awesome. Yeah, I have a six-year-old, eight-year-old, and a, and a 10-year-old. Well, yeah, man, we got them all over the spectrum. Yeah. And, don't, and don't worry about Phoenix. She just froze her eggs. No, no, I, ha- I, I, I have, I have a dog. Uh. I love Phoenix. Me and Phoenix are close. Wait, wait no. the guys in here just are hiding their heads and put down. No. They put on lampshades and shut the fucking don't, lights off. Well, within within ten minutes, I'm getting him back. You know, uh, I love Phoenix, especially because he's menopausal and sweating his ass off right now <laughs> in a degree that's you know it's twenty degrees in this room, but it's okay. I'm melting. <laughs> Uh, no, you know, the, I was just going to say, we're reviewing the fight card from this weekend, so I wanted to know your thoughts on um, on Greg Hardy's win over Juan Adams and Arlowski over Ben Rockwell. Uh, Arlowski, man, and Rockwell was a great heavyweight fight. Yes. I thought that was awesome. Um, I, I'm happy for Andre. Um, I don't really know him that well. Uh, when I was at top team, I never really got to train with him, um, but... I mean, I've spoken to him. We know each other, but of course, we fought. Um, so I'm happy for him. Uh, hated to see Ben lose. I like Ben, um, but you know, I thought that was a great fight. And then the Greg Hardy fight. There was so much buildup for that fight that I wish it would have went a different, like more. You know, you get to see more. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I was happy for Greg. Man, Greg's a good dude. Um, as, as much shit as he gets, um, the dude is really, really a good dude. You know, what I'm saying I believe people deserve second chances. So. I'm happy to see him succeed, man, and, and, and you know, make his name uh, in, in, in MMA, for sure. Yeah, I have no complaints about the stoppage, though. It was like something like 30-some-odd no, no, unanswered. Was, he was reacting. Yeah, yeah so exactly. I had no problem. Exactly. But I agree with you. I wish I would have liked to have seen more. You know, yeah, he got the wizard and he stopped the takedown, but I, I would have liked to see more of a performance from both of them because it would have been more fun. But, but yeah, it, it, it was still a good fight nonetheless. Yeah, 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 for sure. I thought Juan definitely, uh, you know, I thought the stoppage was good. I feel like, you know, Juan was in the moment. He probably was upset because he felt like he wasn't out. But, dude, the ref told me, and I'm sure they told all of them the same thing. If I tell you to improve your position and you're taking a right. unanswered shot, I'm going to stop the fight. Right. right. He wasn't right. doing anything. He held on to a, whiz, a single, and he never advanced. So I agree with it 100%. Sure. Same here. Well, Walt, listen, we're going to let you go spend some time with your, with your, with your son. And uh, we want to thank you for coming on. I want to say congratulations on your fight, which was amazing. Thank you, brother. And uh, I can't wait thank to you, see brother. what's next, man. Yes. I mean, is there a name that you want next? People like it. You're such a nice um, guy. I don't want to start no shit. I don't want to sound like one of those guys. That, oh, man, who do you want? But, you know, this is the fight game. man. People want to know. Yeah. You're well, coming off a, well, a, a crazy uh, win. Well, I'll add to that then. Yes, Phoenix. just because because I know that he didn't mention anybody's name, but you t- you did want Abu Dhabi. Why why that location in particular? Any reason? Because it's a it's a place that I've never been, and I've heard so many amazing stories about yeah. that part of the world. Um, and I just wanted I like to travel. You know, I'm I'm a I'm a guy who who has enjoyed being a part of UFC for that reason. That's one thing I do love about. You know, being able to go to different places and different countries and the Middle East, man. I mean, hell, they're building us an arena just for us. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that, that's the card. Like, I think that everybody wants to be on. If you couldn't get on the fight week card, then the next big thing for this year is, is Abu Dhabi for sure. So, um, I definitely wouldn't mind being on that card. Um, I would love to get a chance to go over there and see that part of the world against anyone in particular. Oh, <laughs> uh, anybody. I mean, I'm up. I'm up to fight them all. I mean, I got. My eyes on a couple guys, you know, blogging. Uh, I don't want to say his name wrong and I disrespect the guy, but Bloganov, I think is how you say it. Um, uh, you know, Volkov. There's a bunch of guys in front of me that I'm looking at like, man, that would be a fun fight. So, okay. um, you know, I don't know. Whoever they offer me, you know, I'm game to fight anybody. Hell, my dumb ass fought Fabricio on like 30 minutes notice. So, yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm down, well, I'm down to fight anybody. So, well, whatever they bring and, and yeah. make, it makes sense, I'm going to do it. They're different fighters, but the fact that you just threw that knee and and took out uh, Olenek the way you did, and his strong suit is the ground, uh, it shows a lot since that fight that you took on 30-second notice. You know what I mean? It shows where you're at now. You know what I mean? Dude, listen, man. Matt, I literally, dude, I've been watching your YouTube videos. I've been been doing so much (laughs) since that fight, bro. 
And it's so, it's so, fr- it, I don't want to say frustrating, but it's like, man, I want to show the world that I can grapple because I got my ass handed to me in that fight. And yeah. I was like, man, I know I'm better than that. You know, I wasn't prepared to fight him. I feel like if we fought again, it'd be a totally different story. But, like, I've been working so hard on my grappling, man. I'm I'm excited for the, the next evolution of my game in the world to get to see, like, man, this dude, like, is really evolving. Mm-hmm. So, well, you're we showing. You're going to get to see it. I think you're going to get to see it soon. Yeah, well, we're seeing it now. We just saw it Saturday night, and uh, I can't wait to see what's next, buddy. All right, thank you, right, Walt thank Harris. You, Thanks, Walt. Right. Later. Thank you, guys. Bye. Take Later. care, man. Bye. All right, I, I have a little martial arts nerd question for you, then. Talk to me, buddy. So My memory right now, I cannot think of like exceptionally good BJJ practitioners that I've seen. Yes. Well, besides, okay, no, M- me. Mir, Frank Mir. What's the question? I was thinking about the changes in a game for BJJ when you are a heavyweight. What are some of the uh, exceptional heavyweight grapplers, not wrestlers, because we can talk about Kane all day, but exceptional BJJ practitioners, and what matchups have been a lot of BJJ with heavyweights? With heavyweights, I'll tell you, there was a beautiful exchange with, um, not just because, you know, in the Vive, you know, um, the Oasis, <laughs> in my uh, <laughs> in my virtuality, I've noticed the Kimura Savage, but with Frank Mir and uh, yeah, Minotauro, Mears, Mears, yeah. Um, you know, Minotauro's a, a He's a slick. He's got really good jujitsu. He's an old school guy, but he's always used jujitsu. His jujitsu very well in Pride, the old Pride days versus monsters mm-hmm. uh, like Bob Sapp. Yeah, like that's like, right. Um, you know, so guys like uh, Bob Sapp, Mark Coleman. I mean, he used half guard sweeps when it wasn't even popular back then. Well, he was more Greco, wasn't he? Who's this now? Uh, Mark Coleman. Coleman. No, 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 no. Coleman was well. Coleman was more. I think I believe more freestyle. Mm, okay. Double leg guys put him down. Yeah. I'm sure he's great everywhere, but I don't know. His, I don't know his credentials right in front of so me. So as a but as he's an phenomenal grappler. But uh, but the point is, there's, there's no reason why you'd think he'd have a hard time. with he's fought in guy, he's fought guys stronger and bigger than Frank Mir. Frank Mir is a black belt in jujitsu also, and he's a powerful guy. So what happened was they got into an exchange where um, Minotauro was. On, I gotta see, I gotta see the fight again. But Frank Mir had his had his arm in the Kimura, and he got it behind his back. Nice. In a, in, a, in a in a in a failed duck under from Minotauro, something like a weird position where he went to take the back. Something went off, but Frank kept it, even though he was on bottom. He kept it behind, and at a point he was Minotauro was cross side on him, cross body on him, side control. Right. But his arm was still stuck behind the back, so he couldn't control it. So Frank could just put both feet to the floor, put that hand, glue the elbow to the chest, put that hand to the back of Minotauro's head. He had to roll. He did not want to tap. Minotauro had to get a new uh, shoulder from that. Wow. So that's a fight that stands out as a... As a brutal, heavyweight um, grappling, yes, a yeah. heavyweight uh, right. two grapplers going cool. at it. Yeah, you know, yeah. love Ooh, it. That one's the, yeah, I, I when I teach the uh, the Kimura and I and I go over when you lose position and the guys on top, I refer to that fight all nice. the time because it's a brutal example of uh, somebody not tapping soon enough and what it could do to you because you're gonna it, the fight's over whether you accept it or not. So just accept it. Same thing with a guy who doesn't tap too quick and it goes for anything. But, you know, getting an elbow popped and, you know, icing that thing up for a month is different than having to, get to replace your shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So, uh, anyway. Tap out. Yeah, man. It's, and they call it the uh, the gentle art. It is not. I just did some jujitsu this weekend. Not gentle. Um, let's talk about. <laughs> oh, have you been rolling or no? A little bit here and there. We'll talk after. I'm, I need advice. But, yeah. For sure. Before, man, he was holding up the phone like there was somebody on the phone. Now he's cleaning the phone and standing up looking at us. Could you fucking pretend like there's <laughs> a, a, a grenade went off and died or some shit? You know I got ADD. It's a new studio. Are you calling somebody? Oh, fucking, yeah. That's what I'm talking because about. Because we got to go I, over I, the And what's funny about that? Totally forgot that, we're call, that Jimmy's calling in. <laughs> Ta- listen to me. Totally had no clue. I'm thinking the dude's cleaning the phone. I don't know what the fuck he's... I'm like, man, are you fucking unprofessional asshole? Nicest guy in the room, by the way. Nicest guy. Nicer than Antonio. And he's got it. Antonio's a good guy, too. I don't and him. he just takes this from you. swords? I'm a fucking... First of all, can I apologize to everybody in the room? Why? And I want to apologize for the, the one with the great energy. I, I asked his name twice and I forgot Chris. it already. Chris, man, I'm sorry, dude. You're a nice guy. I'm just coming in like an asshole today. You know? I'm sorry, Phoenix. It's... <laughs> 
<laughs> Phoenix, I love you. You're my buddy. I know. I care about I you. Care as I care. Well. I know he's on the phone, Maddie. Fuck everybody. <laughs> Shit. I'm having a rough day today. Why, Jimmy? I'm so happy. Is that you, Jimmy? It is. What did I miss? Ah, oh, Jimmy, I, I'm having I, a hard I, time today. Ring, I, am. I just hear Matt screaming in the background. What happened? Matt is yelling at everyone. I'm just. I, I'm. I'm a little off today. I'm sorry, everybody. Don't I'm sorry if I hurt anybody. I'm, I'm kind of being, I don't know, maybe being a meme. You're, you're not here and he's cranky. I miss my Jimmy bird. He misses you. I think I miss you, Jimmy. Jimmy, you're well, ruining I, the show because I, I miss, miss you. Too. Thank you, Jimmy. What are you doing? Where are you? I, I'm in Montreal. I'm doing the comedy festival, but I was up here a couple of days earlier to do press. But I kind of wish I had just come up today after the show. I don't like leaving Matt there. Oh. And I know that whatever's going on, I, it is, they are probably conspiring against you, Matt. And I'm completely keen, <laughs> Matt Sarah, with whatever's happening. He's right. Jimmy has fucking like a spider sense. My little Jimmy spider sense. <laughs> it's true. Um, Jimmy, have, first of all, we're going to talk about the fights. Um, did you see? Did you? Wait, hold on. A, hold. Stop the fucking presses. Did I miss your guy? Did, yeah. Was it your birthday? It was on, yes, but I was already gone. It was after I saw you. I turned 51. Well, first of all, happy birthday, Jimmy. Happy birthday, Jimmy. Jimmy, happy birthday. And this is for me as a friend. I suck. That's for me. Not only only today, but for missing my my good friend Jimmy's birthday, Jimmy. I should have called you, and it just came to me now. But you didn't know. Yeah, I, then why am I bringing it up? I knew. I, I didn't say, know. I, I knew after the fact. Jimmy, he should give you a free jujitsu lesson. That's what you I know, think. You it, know, it it's, it's more me. If he would come over and do it, I would love to. There's nobody I would rather learn jujitsu no. from than that. He's it's amazing. Just a matter if he's on Long Island. I wish he was in New York. Jimmy, um, you're going to learn sooner or later, my little bird. Did you see the fights? I did, and it was uh, Let's talk. Well, incredible. I mean, we did pretty good in our picks, actually. Uh, well. Except I think we both had, uh, I had James Vick. I think you did, too. But you picked Walt Harris. I thought all, uh, uh, Alessionic was going to win that fight on the ground. That was a good pick by you for, for Walt Harris. Yeah. I, and you know what's really messed up? We was, Walt Harris, great guy. And yeah. uh, listen, I don't know what she's trying to do. Somebody in the room. Jimmy, it wasn't me. Somebody told Walt Harris that you picked Olenek. Uh, well, how? Jimmy, that is me. not true. First of all, he doesn't listen to the show anyway. <laughs> but Jimmy, why would they do that? Yeah. Now it's going to be awkward between you and Walt, buddy. You know what? I, I would gladly tell Walt that I made a terrible judgment error <laughs> and that I absolutely should have picked him. And then when we bump into Arlovsky, I would make sure he knew that I had him picked and somebody thought Ben Rothwell was going to get it done. So For- at least... I guess we both technically are going to have heavyweights <laughs> pissed off at us. The only difference is, I, I, listen, I don't want to hurt anybody's feeling, but I don't really give that much of a shit because <laughs> I'm a heavyweight anyway. And I can defend myself, <laughs> Jimmy. I can defend myself. What am I going to say? You know what's going to intimidate me. But, hey, first of all. I can defend all, myself, too. I'll just curl up in a ball and scream <laughs> <lawsuit>. Jimmy Bird. <laughs> um, wait, yeah. with Olawski, i never seen anything like this, first of all. Not, not to jump around. How, did it, how do you get your chin stronger? The guy went from not being able to take a shot that great. And yeah. I'm, that's not disrespect. No, I agree. It is what it was. He was yeah. getting hit caught, caught and his lights were going out pretty quick. And now he's in there with bangers and I don't, he's just rolling with them. He's, but he is taking some contact and it's like, what the fuck, man? The guy got his chin back. I'm going to make an assumption that it's taking some rest and not cutting so much weight. Because I always blame weight cutting, which I shouldn't. But mm. sometimes it is the case. What do you? What do you think, Jimmy? Well, was that the fight, or was it Olenek, where they were both two sixty six? Uh, I, I don't, or, or maybe that was Greg Hardy, uh, his fight. But there was a couple of fights where both, where both guys were two sixty six. And I wonder if Arlovsky is his chin better, or is it the fact that he's moving more and, and by moving a lot more, is he rolling with punches a little bit? Better? Yeah, you're rolling with them. You're rolling with them. It's well, I mean, but he is getting tagged. I mean, but listen, I mean, yeah. it just seemed that like there was a few fights where he was just. He got he got some bad knockouts, so it's like, but he's yeah. not. So it's like you're thinking his his career is winding down, and then he's fighting heavy handed. I mean, first of all, at heavyweight, who's not heavy handed? Yeah. But he's fighting a guy like Ben Rothwell, who's, who's extremely heavy handed, and in his face taking him up and like Jimmy. It might just be what you're saying. He's rolling with this stuff. It's not. He's not getting caught out there, but I, it's it. Not only is it, it it's odd, but at the same time, it's a it's a big compliment to. Mm-hmm. 
Arlovsky because... And even though I thought Arlovsky clearly won the fight, Rothwell's chin, too, absolutely incredible because he was getting jabbed the entire fight. He got beat up pretty good, and, uh, man, he really can't take a shot. He, he's almost impossible to knock out. Yeah, you don't always see it go all three rounds. Like, to, for it to be a decision in general for that division, it's not really that common. So we both we both picked knockout in the uh, first round. But it was almost more yeah. impressive what Orlovsky did, though, to be honest. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah, it was kind of like when Mijic fought uh, in Ganu, and everybody picked, whoever you picked, you thought it was going to be a fast end. Nobody, I jokingly said five-round decision, but I didn't actually do it. Nobody thought that was going to a yep. decision. No. Once in a while, it's just nobody can call it. I, mean, right. I really said nothing there, by the way. With that fight, though, what the fuck was I going to say about it? The fucking... The Rothwell versus fucking. Want to move fight. on to? No, I was. I had a fucking. You had a thought. I had a little thought, and it is gone. And that thought's not going to come. Oh no! After the first round, I still thought Ben was going to come back and knock him out, and it just wasn't happening. It's not a great thought. Here's a listen. That's what no, my thought. Because hold on, that's, that's what my fucking thought. It was kind of like lost in the moment. Anyway, <laughs> who picked what with that? Uh, we both sucked. Three. You Didn't won. Look like I'm sorry. Uh, Didn't it look like uh, Arlovsky was getting a little tired? And uh, maybe trying for a takedown because by round three, I think his, his corner was concerned that he was going to be a little susceptible to a knockout because he wasn't moving quite as well as round three. Well, I mean, they stayed on him and it uh, it worked for him. But you had that one picked. Uh, you know which one you didn't have picked? Was uh, yes, I did not have. Uh, well, I think neither one of us had James Nick picked. I did not have Walt Harris picked. Uh, and I think that was the only one. I mean, we both took uh, Hernandez, and I know I took Leon. Oh yeah, you picked Hernandez. What am I saying? I'll tell you, I wasn't cra- I, that fight. It was close. Uh, Alexander yeah. Hernandez versus uh, Francisco Trinaldo. Trinaldo. It was close. No, no, yeah. But um, but I'll tell you, I didn't like. You know, Trinaldo should have been a little bit more respectful after because it was a close fight. So I mean, you're not going to shake the guy's hand, really. You're really not going to shake the guy's hand, Trinaldo. Yeah. All right. Boo. Yeah, I didn't like that. I thought that was shitty of him. I mean, yeah, he's he. You, why are you taking out on your opponent? Your I mean, opponent guy, didn't judge the fight. You know what he, I mean? That's what I'm saying. He was, yeah. And he was trying to be respectful, and he kept trying. And he, and he, yeah. you know, it's, I don't know. I, I mean, I, Hernandez I, is a is a kid still in a lot of ways. You I've know, he's close, maturing. And I've had fights close. I had fights reversed. I, you don't be a dick to the other guy. Right. The other guy. The other guy's he's in there with you. Right. You know what I mean? No, so, I agree. And I think it's the wrong person to take it out on. Yeah. So I, I, I that was. Yeah. You know. If it's a close fight and it had gone Trinaldo's way, Hernandez would have been pissed off. I mean, Trinaldo would. You know, I mean, it's like if it's a close fight. What are you going to do? If it was a split decision, I can understand a little more. Right. But you know, if it's a unanimous decision, I mean, go yell at all three judges. Right. I think it's just that Hernandez looked fresher. You know what I mean? There was a lot more. He had a lot more movement as for just forward movement. But he was so. honest. He, yeah. He said even after, hey, listen, this, this could have went easy, either way. He, right. That was, very, that was very mature of him for a young kid, too. Uh, did you guys discuss uh, Adams Hardy? Uh, I mean, I know. I think we both had him picked uh, by second round. But, I mean, it's just as devastating. Wow. When a guy has so many first-round knockouts, I don't always want to pick him in a first-round knockout because it just seems like the easy pick. No. But, Jesus Christ, I mean, if he, gets, if he lays the glove on you, you're finished. I mean, it's, yeah. they, I don't know if he did enough to stun him, but when he went to all fours and he, and he, he was going for that single leg when he dropped him, uh, he caught the leg in the process, and he kept hammer fisting his head. I'm like, man, what's he, what's he waiting for? And then he, I guess he was I waiting for the ref. How many did you count? Sorry, I apologize. I, I think I believe it was 30 or 31. Yeah, yeah me too. Puncher. Yeah, I think I had 31. Did you? I, when you, I went to the, I went to the the refereeing seminar just to learn like what they look for. Yeah. And if a person's not advancing position, and they're getting hit with a number of strikes, you're done. And yeah. it's usually not even that. It's usually not even that many. Yeah, Might even be stuff. half of that, like fifteen, and the, and they'll call it. Well, we both picked him. Uh, you know what, man? Who's having a hard time? It's James Vick, man. And he was one time. I mean, not a few fights ago. He's down three now. Yes. Let me see. Yeah. Is he down three? Somebody do some homework for me, I please. Hey, so. uh, <laughs> Maddie's on it. Look. Thank you. Yeah, I know. This is all right, Phoenix. Um, but no, I think this is the third fight in a row because KG knocked him out. He lost to Paul Felder, and this is the last one. I don't need no fucking computer. Yeah. I don't need no computer. Don't touch Phoenix. Thank you, Phoenix. You're, my you're, knowledge. You're welcome. My you're knowledge. Welcome. He places the. You deserve that. Jimmy. Jimmy, are you enjoying Montreal, yeah. by the way? I am, yes. I mean, I do miss New York. 
Um, but I, I got to be honest, I, I'm in Canada. I, this is a great Canadian segue. Did you guys discuss uh, the uh, cowboy Justin Gaethje? Uh, no. September in Vancouver. Uh, wow, that's a good matchup. I mean, that, that's the fight that I think I would love to see that fight. I would love to have seen uh, uh, September fourteenth as well. Uh, number four against number five, and that's uh, that's set for September in Vancouver. Yeah, that's an incredible fight. That's September fourteenth, wow. uh, fight night, one fifty eight. Cerrone is like the mustard in your refrigerator that just lasts forever. And you're like, when does this ever go bad? And it just doesn't. You just, he's just an old timer technically. Right. And yet he still looks good and we're still excited to see him fight. I hate mustard. So I didn't like the analogy. Yeah. I'm not really. You you like mustard. You do. (laughs) You eat pretzels with the mustard, Jimmy. You may hate mustard, but you respect mustard. You respect Mustard's longevity. <laughs> this is Cowboy's fourth fight of 2019 already. I mean, he literally fights every three weeks. He does. Don't tell him. Like, hey, Phoenix thinks you're Mustard, Cowboy. What? Do you no, know? It makes no sense. <laughs> Did we discuss Dan Hooker? No. no we did. Talk, we talked about James Vic, Vic but we didn't time. talk about well, Hooker. Dan Hooker's the one who made him have a hard time. I mean, this is... I mean, he, and not only that, he's getting a couple... This is a... I mean, him and Paul Felder had a, had a, had a war... That one went the distance, or did Paul? How'd that one go? Where the fuck is my notes? With Paul Felder. With Paul Felder. Thank you, Phoenix. Um, Phoenix is looking it up. Let's no, take she's not. a look. Maddie is. Thank you, Maddie. Just tell me. I believe it went the distance, and I, you know, I believe it was a war, if I'm correct. And Paul Felder got the decision. But I do not want to be disrespectful. Yes. Thank you. All right. So, so he had one war, and in, in between that war with Felder. He got he got really he got KO'd bad with uh with Gagey. So you don't want your lights being put out like that too much, no. man. No. You know? It, he feels like I mean I from what I remember from a couple of interviews, he said he had to change his whole strategy because he was relying way too much on his power. Let's see if hey man, you never know. I mean, I'm not trying to make a prediction here. Who knows how he'll look if he fights up a weight class? I don't like the way he looks at well, weight. Yeah, who was it that, that tweeted that, Matt? Who tweeted that? Was it that? It was Jared Gordon tweeted yeah. that he tweet. thinks Vic is cutting too much weight. I agree. And uh, maybe he is. I mean, certain guys, like, again, Cerrone did not look as good when he moved up, but uh, a lot of guys jump up and they look incredible. Well, there's times he did look really well, well the way too, to, be, to his credit. Yeah, uh, but when, when Vic oh, fought Gaethje. Terrible, I think he was like four and five at welterweight, if I remember correctly. But when he fought Gaethje, he said that he like felt like he was going to die during that weight cut. And then we asked yeah. him, you know, what, what are you going to do after that? Are you going to change divisions? He's like, no, no, no. I think the problem is you know, I'm a sugar addict. I eat too much sugar. Dude, listen, he looked like somebody put Gollum on a fucking stretcher. Yeah. And he, they fucking yeah. stretched him out and he's all fucking. Oh, yeah, he, like a, he, ah, he, dude, he didn't look good. I, he did not look healthy. So, I mean, you know, I don't know, dude. The guy's six eight. Why doesn't he just fight up a weight class? See how that goes. For I him. don't know. You know, but uh, that's, yeah. that's up to him. But hey, but props to Dan Hooker, though. Because man, he's he took a he took a bad beating from uh, Edson Barbosa, mm-hmm. and he showed as a young kid he showed he can bounce back and take out a top dude. So much, you know, props, you know, and uh, yeah, we, we both right. got that one wrong though. Uh, we so and we what just do you think too. By the way, off the subject, uh, they're talking. I mean, and Dana's for because it would be like a super fight. But there's a huge if if Israel Adesanya gets past Robert Whitaker, he may or he may not. But the idea of an Adesanya Jones fight at light heavyweight is appealing to a lot of people. But I'm kind of, I don't want to see guys constantly jumping in and out of the weight classes. I kind of want to see, you know, guys just going through their own division and, 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 you know, defending the belt in their division. Well, I mean, unless they're a guy like John Jones and they like, clear out the division, then it's like, all right, what's next? I can understand, I can understand that. But. You know, Stylebender, he's, you know, he's got to still, what is it, unify the uh, the belt? Yes. And then uh, go from there. I, I, I agree with both of you. I think it's too soon to talk about that. Yeah. I think it's a cool kind of fantasy matchup, but yeah. I also think John is just way too big for him. Well, I mean. I do too. Yeah. You know, I guess that, that you know, that's that's why they fight. You know, uh, speaking, well, first of all, we, you guys didn't talk about the main event. Oh, no, that's what we're about to get okay. to. I was going to say, we oh, talked. We we sp- yeah, I just was getting off track a little bit. No, By the I way, see. a round of applause for fucking Thiago Santos, 
who the doctor said he had no medical explanation for how he fought four rounds with a ripped knee. So uh, oh, wow. I, I want to see a rematch between Jones and Santos. Before. More, more than I want to see Jones fight anybody, I want to see him fight Thiago Santos. Albert. Nah, I don't. <laughs> I don't know. You don't I, see that again? I think he'll take him down and do what he did to Gustafson. You know? But, but hey, listen. I mean, he would be like, you know what? Oh, that was a great kickboxing match for like 25 minutes last time. You know what? <laughs> Oh, yeah, I could shoot a fucking double. Let me use my long arms, reach across the cage, and put you on your ass. And, that's probably what you know would what happen. I mean? Yeah. That's what I, I don't know. That's what my money would be on. He's shown he could do it. He, to, he was challenging himself. I'm going to beat him where he's the best. That's where I beat him, you know? So now he's going to be like, all right, now let me show what I could, you know. Yeah, now let me just choke him out and go home early. Hey, I just liked the video the other day on Instagram. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter, but I am on the, on, on the gram. Give me a high five. Sure. Nice. No, I'm sorry. I gave a high five, Jimmy, like like me and you do. I'm not trying to make you jealous, but that's what I yeah. did today. <laughs> um, what, oh, I like the video of uh, of John Jones. Uh, he was grappling at a, at a Gracie Baja or whatever, and he got a nice – the guy went to stand up. The guy went to grab his leg when he was standing up, and he went to a nice heel hook. It was really nice. I'm a simple man. You I love jiu-jitsu. I'm sorry. I'm John Jones was doing some no-gi grappling and, uh, in a jiu-jitsu class, and he put his leg as bait. So the guy on ground went to grab underneath the leg and he stepped over the person on bottom's bo- uh, guard and he like took a leg lock. And it was it was smooth. It was it was a uh, Oh, okay. He's he's he threw the guy is improving, man. And I, I I like his grappling, I'm telling you. That's that's the well. If anything gets too rough, he's going to put somebody down and just strangle him. Put those elbows in the face. All right, but listen, Leon but I Edwards disagree, I disagree with you guys by the way about what would happen in a Santos uh, rematch, I think Jones wanted to take him down in that first fight. And every time he got in a little closer, uh, where Santos could close the distance, uh, Jones was eating punches. And I think that was why he didn't uh, want to shoot for takedowns, because he was worried about getting hit as he came in. That's just my theory. But I think he got hurt more than he expected to, and he might have been a little bit weakened by his leg being kicked out. He definitely was weakened by those leg kicks, for sure. I mean, yeah. he limped. He limped out of the octagon, and at the end of that fight, listen, man, I'm not. I don't want to sit here and downplay uh, Santos. I think yeah, he's a exactly. fucking stud. Yeah. I just think that, uh, like, you know, I just think that next time it would be a different game plan. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and he'd, he'd, the whole camp would be like, all right, this dude's that dangerous up top. He could fight with a busted. He could fight with one leg and not even show it. Let's crazy. Just, let's just take him into the. Uh, let's just take him down and take him out. But um, main event, main event. So Leon Edwards versus RDA was uh, was fun. Yeah, and I'm telling you, man, put some respect on his name, Leon Edwards. I think he's awesome. Yep. I think he's awesome, and uh, I think he's strategic. And I, you know what? So Jimmy and Phoenix, you know what I find so interesting is that standing up, he's not. He wasn't outclassed at all. He no. was dangerous as hell, but. He knew, Jimmy, he knew that if he won those first two rounds, because he's a bigger dude, he could outgrapple him. And even though RDA's, you know, hard to submit and whatnot, he knew if he could get those two rounds under his belt, it's going to make RDA fight differently. You know what I mean? So that, yeah. I thought I mean, that, I thought that was so awesome and so strategic. And the fact that he was able to, and then standing up, he was fine with him. He was mm-hmm. doing great. Wow. Well, the, the, I sometimes think that the battle is won in, in transitions. And he was able to throw elbows in and out of the clinch. He was able to throw them, all, you know, off of the jab by stepping in. Or as RDA would come closer, he would he would throw him. I think that he just really won the transition battle. That was a big part of it. You know, I think uh, him taking RDA down in the first round was a very very big thing. I, I don't know if RDA expected that. No, I don't think um, so. To be to be taken down, I think that was a really really smart move. It's like anybody who fights Khabib and starts throwing kicks. In the fucking yeah. first round, it's like the last thing he expected the kick to be thrown at him or, or, yeah. or doomed. I think when you do something like that, uh, it really makes the other guy think, and he has to start focusing on something he probably didn't plan on focusing on. And I just thought Edwards, I think, is better standing up as well. How gross was that cut? Oh. That huge what? ass I, cut. I was like, how are they letting him fight? I mean, yeah. it shows you like, how much I know. Because RDA was not concerned with it, his corner. Uh, Perilla just kind of looked at it. Went, all right, if I, like, nobody seemed concerned with that but me. It's like soft tissue damage, though. It's not going to. Uh, yeah. It wasn't. In, it was like it was a different spot. The same cut. Obviously, they're going to stop it. Sure. But you know, hey, listen. Props for him. The you know. He looked. He looked at it though. He looked up at the screen while he was in his own corner, and and his corner was like, "Don't look at it. Don't look. It's just a cut. Just a cut." (laughs) He's a. You know. He's a. It looks really bad. What what do you guys think about um, 
uh, I want to see Masvidal Leon Edwards. I've been wanting to see that fight ever since that thing backstage. Adana is saying that Covington, if he gets to Robbie Lawler, uh, has first shot, I guess, at uh, Usman. What I really want to see is uh, Covington, Usman, and I want to see Masvidal Leon Edwards. Those are the next two fights I really want to see if Mas- if uh if uh, Mahler loses to uh, Covington. You know what uh, I found interesting? Two times in the fight, not three, I think two, uh, RDA, who really was doing those flying knees before they were cool. I mean, he did that on Benson Henderson, mm-hmm. the flying knee, and uh, he could get it up there nice. So he tried yeah. he tried that, and he showed the other side of what goes down if you miss, if it's mistimed, even, you know, slightly. Where oh, that was the best. Edwards caught him beautifully. And, and just caught slammed him twice, him down. put him down, yeah. right back into controlling yep. jiu-jitsu mode. He was good. And on bottom, he was cool too, man. Because yeah. RDA was, he passed, in, he was in half guard, t- he took away that knee line where he's passed his knee, and he was settling at the half guard, which is a very dangerous spot if the guy in the bottom makes some wrong moves right there. Because the guy's a second away from mounting you or taking a Kimura or whatnot. And RDA was smart from there. And he still got his way. He still found his way out of there. You know, he was relaxed. You know, I mean, he's a, he's a studly on Edwards. I, I feel like, you know, he's been around a little bit. I, I feel like he's just now getting his dues. And, yeah, and this this definitely a, gave him some star power now. Yeah. Jimmy. He's very underrated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jimmy. Jimmy, we're not going to keep you, man. You're so awesome. I miss you. I miss you too. I mean, gonna... uh, I'll be back. I'm going to be calling in again on Wednesday. Oh. Uh, and then uh, I'm back next Monday. Jimmy, listen to me. I'll talk to you soon, buddy, and I will see you next. I'll, see, I'll talk to you on Wednesday. All right, yo, Phoenix, listen, we've, we, we talked about fights, okay? We've, uh, we've had uh, a roller coaster of a ride. It's going to have to come to an end really quick. I don't have the theme. Let's just do a quick, quick review. Okay. Okay? Yes. Spider-Man Fall for Home. Ready? Don't do nothing. Ready? That's me, everybody. That hurt Sorry, they didn't didn't get uh, effect in, so I got to just do that myself. All right. It worked. So, Phoenix, I seen Spider-Man Far from home, and let me tell you something. I went there with my uh, my wife and my kids, and I, they're all into it too. And I, I went there thinking, you know, I liked Homecoming. I thought it was cool. I, I this one was. I thought it was better than Homecoming. I thought it was such a great adventure. It was almost an adventure, and it, it gets that old like eighties type. Not eighties. It's but like, like if John old, Hughes did more. John Hughes, yeah. Phoenix. That's why we hang out. Yes, it's, it's like a John Hughes film. It is. It's got that feel when he's, you know, he wants to sit next to uh, MJ on the plane, and and then something gets mixed up, and he ends up next to the teacher. That's a lemon. And they throw the vacation music in at the end in the credits. Oh man! Yeah. Well, first of all, let, let me just let people know with the movie, and we're not going to give nothing away with it, but you have to stay for both credit scenes. Yes. Otherwise, it's a different movie. Yes. There's some twists in this. Yes, there are. And it was not only a, it was a fun movie. See, I knew, which without it being a major spoiler, but it, it's kind of a spoiler, but it is, it, it, I mean, you know from the comics that Mysterio, it's not a good it's dude. He's a bad guy, yeah. He's not a good dude. I mean, you know that, mm-hmm. you know? But you never know. So when you see the commercial, you see the the, uh, the I'm sorry, the coming attractions, you're like, oh, they're making him look like he's a, this, who's this new guy? But you know from the comics, but you're like, oh, maybe, kind of like it's they did Captain Marvel with sure. uh, the- Cree. Um, not the Cree. The the other, not the ones who shapeshift. The Cree. The no, Cree are the shapeshifters. No, the Cree's not the shapeshifters. The Cree hates the shapeshifters. The shapeshifters are the shit. It's bothering me now. You know who that is? Oh my god! It's Cree. We've got if the, it's the um. We, we've got Captain a... Marvel. Wait a minute! No, 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 no. Yeah, I'm what she is, it. or it's, what it's, she it's, thinks she no, is? No, no, no. Is a uh, it's something with an S. It, I'm, this scroll. Is I watch scroll. 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 Woo! Okay. Fucking Phoenix. Oh. Yes, Jimmy never would have got it. That Jimmy little bird will rip his wings I, off. I did not like Captain Marvel, so that's. I know that we're going to well, argue about that one, but that. I don't know why you don't like that. It's very empowering. I have three little girls. When every, how about this? I like it alone for that scene when Captain Marvel, and they showed up. the montage of her getting up and dusting off. And my wife's telling my kids, you see, you never give up. That's good. That's okay. good for kids. All right. They, All right. You know, right now, you know, you're a woman. The just kids, think it's they, bad casting at, and that's what Yeah, I, people don't that's... like her. People seem to not like her. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know her, but you know, 
Anyway, I like comics. Anyway, Spidey. back to Far From Home. But uh, I'll tell you. So there's little twists and turns with that, and uh, with Mysterio, I thought he was great. But with Jake Gyllenhaal, yeah, he was awesome. He's as great. Mysterio. Uh, I I think that this this Peter Park is the best one ever. Me too. Hundred percent I mean? agree. Tom Holland. Tom Holland's awesome. Best casting. Right? Marvel. Marvel. Most of the time, ninety percent of the time, the casting is amazing. And uh, so that's it. So people and there's go, a lot of good things it. coming. It's oh, the Phase Four thing's exciting <gasps> itself. Blade. You, you know what I mean? They're bringing Blade back. Marshallo Ali. They're talking Blade. About fa- and who is he now? Tell oh, me. I've seen him in so many things. Green Book. Oh, okay. yeah, he's. I haven't seen. Green oh, you'd like it. But anyway, it's a good choice. You're yes, he is a good oh, choice. Oh, Wesley Snipes, those first two Blade movies, all the, all the, all the follow. He, he'll be able. He'll be able to. He'll Maybe be he able can to follow Blade Three. <laughs> but he's not following Blade One yeah. and Two. Is pretty good. Um, and wow. I don't know if you're excited about this, but I'm. I want to talk about it the second we get a chance to. Terminator, Dark Fate. It's almost like they're getting they ignoring the other sequels. Yes, type thank of thing. God, because they were. Is, is that what they're doing? Yes, they're going T one T two. She's doing CrossFit or some shit. Yeah, hell yeah, right. And it's directed by the guy who did Deadpool, so you know the action. Scene's oh wait, it is. Good. Yes, it is. I didn't know that, and it's produced by James Cameron. Yes. Very exciting. Din, we got to get din, on that din, show. Din. I'm telling that Christian din, Harloff. Din, din. We got to get on that show. We we'll, do. we'll slay with that. We do. Yeah, what the fuck you will. win? You win anything? I don't free know. Free comic books? What care. the fuck? Yeah, free comic books. I'll go for that. Phoenix, what do you want to plug? Well, wait, hold on. I'm going to see you in a couple days. Yeah. You're, back. you're here all week. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Oh, you're not, not here Wednesday. I got to work. Yeah, I got to go to LFA, work for I'm Access TV. I'm not being TV. a dick. When the fuck were you going to tell us? I told them. I texted everybody. Everybody knows. Oh, guys. Did you do that today or no? No, a couple days ago, I'd let them know. Oh, hold on, this is I'm not on, for you, I'm this on. is for them okay. and not for Chris, he's new here. <laughs> Assholes! <laughs> guys, I gotta fucking fill a spot in two days. They fucking, look at these guys. What the, f- and you told them, just, I don't want to get mad at these guys. When did you tell them that? Uh, not today, Friday? I'm not mad at you. Late, late Friday? What the fuck? Hold on, let me, well, maybe I'll go through my phone when we're ending the show. I tried to book a later flight, but they wouldn't let me. You don't want to be I apologize me. for being an asshole? Not totally you. warranted <laughs> what the fucking shit goes on in here. It's okay. But I'm I love sure, you, I'll Phoenix. Show, show Phoenix, you anything else you want to plug today? No, just hit me up on all the social media channels and uh, and uh, and yeah, that's it. I'm looking for an agent. So if there's any good agents out there, hit me up. You're very talented. Thank you. You're I a martial that. artist. You four. You have a uh, uh, a couple. Uh, how many Muay Thai fights you have? Five. Five. What am I saying? A couple. Yeah. Gosh, shame on me. No, it's five, five amateurs. Not a big deal. Yeah, you did a commercial about uh, hemorrhoids. Shit. No, actually, it was I'm, diarrhea. Diarrhea. I'm sorry. Just I'm, get it my right. Bad, okay. My bad. Something with the ass. <laughs> and uh, you listen. You're, you're a Jill of all trades. I'm very Appreciate proud of you. It. You're my friend, and I'm proud of your success. Okay. And uh, I'll see you in a couple of days. Yeah, oh, no, I won't. I won't see you in a couple of days. Oh, you know what I'm going to do? What? I'm going to try to call Jamie English. Call I don't have Jamie. A call. He's so, also hey, guys, pop tune culture in, nerd. Tune in a couple of days. We'll see who my co-host is. All right? Goodbye, everybody. SarahBJJ.com, motherfuckers. Bye. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, only on Netflix. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.